You're listening to Gatefold Gateway Podcast, a musical journey through time. And here are your hosts. Hey guys, welcome to episode 16 of the Gatefold Gateway Podcast. I'm Damo. I'm joined this week, obviously, by my good friend Joe Green. And we've got another amazing guest for you. I really hope that everyone's having a good time now that a few restrictions have been lifted. Um, it's Monday. It's the sun shining again. It's been a fantastic weekend. Um, please, 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 if you're in Cheltenham and you've got a free evening on a Saturday or Friday, then maybe look to book a table at the Two Pigs and come and have some fun and some drinks um, and just spend some time with friends. It's really important. Um, yeah, and apart from that, I hope you're enjoying all the new music that's just come out. In this episode, we talk about a few bands that were releasing albums when we were recording they're now out so go and listen they're amazing and yeah just enjoy yourself and we'll see you really soon thanks a lot guys Okay, hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Gateful Gateway podcast. I am, as usual, your host for this evening, or this afternoon, or this morning, wherever in whatever time of day you're listening. Um, I'm Damo. Um, thank you for coming back. If it's your first time, then thank you for joining us. We've got plenty of pre- previous episodes for you to go back and listen to. So if here's your first time, go and check us out. I am, of course, joined by my wonderful, wonderful co-host, um, Mr. Joe Green. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, Joe. Um, it's a busy week for us, isn't it? Um, it is a very busy week, sir. It is a very a bit busy going week. On. Um, yes. At the start of the week, we recorded our first ever episode live in person with a guest in a garden, as we are now allowed to do. Um, yes, we did. We've got an awesome guest today. We're recording seen your face. a couple of... Yeah, we've seen each other's faces. That was weird. For the first time in what feels like many moons. Um, many, we've got another one moons. coming up at the end of the week as well. So, um, busy week recording. Yeah. Um, what else have you been up to? Uh, I haven't really been doing much else, just working. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, just getting ready to, you know, get back to boozing. <laughs> I am also pleased for the first time on the podcast, Joe, to say that I am working flat out at I, the moment. I know, yeah. You're back on the grind. How is it? It's been a horrific <laughs> few days. Um, <laughs> the sun's kind of been kind to the punters. For those that don't know, I, as part as well as being like a DJ, I also work in a big chain pub and um the sun has been kind to people that wanted to go out for drinks and yes. on Monday, Tuesday have locked the first days of like the pubs reopening for the beer gardens. The weather's worked out really well. The pubs have been busy. Um, it's been difficult to book tables for other, for places. Yeah. Um, and I'm super excited that on Saturday night, I'm DJing at the two pigs. I was going to say you're garden. back on that, on the, on the ones and twos. Yeah. The Twitch sessions were really, really great. And I did like a really good, 
a bit of an appreciation post on Facebook for all the people that have kind of checked in and donated to my PayPal, which was amazing. And I'm that, so, so grateful. But, you know, this Saturday... Um, it's the I'm real deal. With, I'm back with John Weldon in the Two Pigs Garden. I went down on Monday evening, the first night that they were open, Sam and Dan were doing yeah. a great job. It was packed. It was Monday. Was say, look, it was packed. I know. Ridiculous, isn't it? School um, night for me, I'm afraid. Otherwise, I would have been there. Yeah, so big, big shout-out to Liam and the team um, for getting the pigs back up and running. They did a special Monday night opening, and they are really heavily booked for Fridays yeah. and Saturdays going forward. I can um, imagine. Me, me, Sam, John, and Dan are going to be DJing in pairs on Fridays and Saturday nights. Um, nice. And I just can't wait, mate. Good stuff. Tasty times. See? Are you come in? Are you going to come? Uh, I will be there at one of the soirees. I won't be there this weekend because I imagine it's all booked up. But um, yeah. It's booked up for like three weeks now. No, exactly. I did see that they have got some availability like in like the week, the first weekend of May, is it, I think? Yes, that is correct. And so, they're opening for the bank holiday bank Sunday as well. Bank holiday, isn't it, I think? Yeah, yeah so, Super um, Sunday. So yeah, may, maybe, maybe then, maybe. maybe then, we shall see, we shall see. But yeah, so, things shall are on we? The uh, yeah, things are very much on the app. It's good news. Um, congratulations. I feel I should say. <laughs> wow, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. On all the endeavors of the week, and for, and <laughs> up and coming endeavors. Um, yeah, should we? Uh, should we meet our guest? I think it's about time we met our guest, as they yes. are patiently waiting, as Fifty Cent once said. <laughs> Did he? I think that was a fifty cent song. I, I, yeah, cool, excellent, nice, nice, uh, nice quote. Sorry, that's uh, <laughs> just really random. Um, yeah. So our guest today, um, is a singer-songwriter. I first met her um playing bass for a band called The More You Know, um, and then um we were we would share a bill for like one of us, both of our band's earliest gigs. I think we both played my second death is a girl, like ever show and the, their first ever show as down or out. Um, uh, that was are, with second self, wasn't it? That was with second self. Yeah. yeah, um, but yeah I was there. You were exactly awesome kind of like pop punk band, mm. um, but very poignant of, of uh, lyrically with uh, today's current climate. Um, so yeah, our guest today, um, I, I, do you know what's really bad? Um, I only have her, I know her first name, obviously, but I only have her on Instagram. So I'm going to just call her by her Instagram name for her last name. And we will get her real last name when she enters the room. I'm talking about Joe Tidalbreak, aka Joe Down or Out. Hello. Hello. So <laughs> how are you? How's it All going? All right, thanks. How are you doing? Um, yeah, we're good. Thank you for coming on. What an introduction! Wow, well, thank you. I've had a, I've had a lot of time on me on today. <laughs> what is your last name, by the way? My last name is Oliver. Oliver. I yeah. Sorry, it's now Joe Tidalbreak. <laughs> so pretty cool last name. I can roll with it. <laughs> um, it does make sense. Joe, thank famous. thank you so much for coming on the podcast, and uh, it's really great to like meet you like joe's only like met you a few times through gigs and we've seen your band so thanks for coming on thank you so much for having me i've been really excited about this i'm not gonna lie <laughs> amazing Good. No, thank, um, thank you 
And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Um, Joe, so let's talk about um, the music you play and then um, do you want to just give us a bit of an insight into your band and what you do and your styles and what you've released, etc.? Yeah, um, so we're called Down and Out and we're, we kind of consider ourselves pop punk inspired or like alt 2000s inspired. But honestly, I'm kind of inspired by a bit of everything. Um, we currently have our EP, Worse for Wear, out. And we are in the works of our follow-up. Um, we've been kind of derailed a few times on that, but hopefully very soon um, that should be coming at people as well. So Worse for Wear is the EP that's available to listen to for people? Yes, that's on all the major stuff. Um, Spotify is the one that we usually plug. Amazing. Um, and normally with our guests, we'd kind of chat about the last 12 months and how difficult it's been, but <laughs> we've decided we're not going to go in that direction. What we really want to know, Joe, is, is that was then. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say, Joe. Thank you. Um, what have you got? You know, what are the plans 2021 post pandemic um, moving forward? It'll just be getting back into the swing of things once we can. So just practicing up as quick as possible to get that next EP done. Um, I've been writing loads of stuff when we haven't been able to do anything. And I've also been doing some gaming vids with the rest of the band because we do enjoy a little video game every now and again. So we've got those up. What are you playing? Uh, we played Among Us quite a bit, and recently I played Untitled Goose Game with our bassist, which was really fun. Um, so there's a few more parts of that coming up soon. There we go. Nice. Fun, fun times. A fun time chaos. indeed. Have you got any gigs booked? Not yet, no, because we haven't um, booked any practice yet, so we don't want to... Okay. That to anything until <laughs> until we can get back into a room together. <laughs> that does that does make sense. That does make sense. That's how that goes. Practice then gig. Usually, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> unless we're Susie and the Banshees, but um, <laughs> we'll we'll uh, yeah, we'll instantly digress. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, let's let's ask you some questions. I think we should. Excellent. That's some good English right there, isn't it? <laughs> I forgot how to English too, so don't even Yeah, exactly. First language. I've First literally language. just been back in work a week and seeing people and I'm like, I've forgotten how to talk. Yeah. Ah, uh, folk. Socialising. Yeah, exactly. It's weird, exactly. isn't it? I like it. Not a fan. Um, so, Joe. Joe Oliver of Down and Out. That's my name. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> And we will be editing it so that I actually get it right. I've just decided. No, no, um, own your mistake. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You can, if you can edit, we're going to edit. So that's my first request. Um, so yeah, Joe Oliver. What was the? Hello. <laughs> what was the uh, first album you've ever owned or purchased? Well, I cherry picked the truth a little bit with this one because realistically it was probably like britney spears or the spice girls but <laughs> the first one that, like, that i still consider influential and that i got at a young age was let go by avril living an absolute corker absolute mm-hmm. corker of an album before we go into let go by avril Lavigne, joe i just want to say that britney spears we've actually talked about 
uh, um, her records on the podcast. And the um, Spice Girls as well. And the Spice Girls. Oh, don't get me wrong, talked... I still love them both. <laughs> but we've never spoken about Avril Lavigne. So when I really? this is the give this answer, yeah. I was like, Amazing. this is a really, really influential record. And we've had some um, guests talk about Paramore. But oh, I love Paramore too. How? But Avril Lavigne's like kind of similar, isn't she? Yeah. But like, what's the deal? Talk about Avril Lavigne. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess it was just kind of like showing me as a kid that girls can make that sort of music because it wasn't really anything aimed at people my age that showed me that. Um, I was aware of like Blink-182 and some 41 and Green Day and all that, but it was boys playing boys music and it's like, yeah. okay, like Avril Lavigne <laughs> is doing that too. I was like, hello? Yes, me? <laughs> do, do you think if Avril Lavigne had a, had a band and wasn't called Avril Lavigne, she would still be like, she would be like as big as Hayley um, from Paramore or would she not be as relevant? Cause I'm, I'm kind of stuck with her. Cause I, I, her first album was really like pop punk sort of pop punk album. And then she's kind of gone more pop, but I, I'm still like it. She's massively influential. I totally agree. Like, and I think let go is brilliant. It's a great album. Her second it's one's a- really good as well. Under my skin. What's on that? What What are the singles off that one? Um, happy ending. Uh, nobody's home. I'm blanking on the rest right now, but it was no, it that... was probably a bit heavier actually. And then okay. yeah, kind of been, the opposite yeah. direction. <laughs> and then all my about, girlfriend came them. out. I didn't really. Listen <laughs> oh god, that. yeah. Oh, we were like, <laughs> Boo! no, thank you. No likey, no like. Oh, no likey, she's doing no likey. A, a pop punk album at the moment. I'm not sure what their definition Take of that is though taking it back that's good i'm just trying to think you've you've made me think joe um i'm just trying to think about bands like obviously you mentioned blink 182 and everything of that ilk and if any of them were female fronted i mean like, no doubt was around i suppose yeah that's and that garbage was, the was still I could around think of. but but garbage my age, was, well, that was probably no a doubt were old, a slightly it? different scene weren't they yeah like, exactly yeah. Sorry, for your age, was a bit of like a transitionary from yeah like pop into that sort of thing. Oh, and, yeah. an and she ended up it, with uh, <laughs> and she ended up with Derek back. Wilby as well from oh, yeah, 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 So of course, the link continues. You see, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> what was um? What was your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Obviously, you must have a favorite track from the album. What's your what's your fave track mm-hmm. from Let Go? Um, probably I'm with you. I don't usually pick the singles, but absolute banger, a banger, yeah, absolute <laughs> fucking banger. Great use of the cello. Um, I mean, yeah. oh yeah, it's great, great video as well. Actually, yeah. there are some I, absolute I think, tunes on that record. I think Rihanna sampled it as well. Really? Yeah. You know, Cheers from Loud. I think it's from that album. Okay. It no, starts with the yeah, I'll, yes. I'll nod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Good song. Of course. I would recommend that song too. <laughs> okay. I do like a bit of Rihanna. <laughs> who doesn't? Well, exactly. That's the thing. She's awesome. Liars are only people who don't like Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> liars. Yeah, wow, liars that's, a, that's a big statement right there. That's a big statement. And I, I think there's there's yeah, a lot of stuff See, we talk owning about it, on here. Owning it. <laughs> We talk about a lot of stuff on this podcast, and I think people are lying to themselves when they say they don't like some of the artists we bring up. Oh, like, sure. are, you t- are you talking about Taylor Swift right now? <laughs> no, I was more thinking um, of somebody else, actually. 
Okay, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk off off mic. We'll to... <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's that plenty, is... but you know. yeah, there you go. Um, and isn't she like writing with like Machine Gun Kelly? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because I think he brought out a pop pop punk inspired album recently as well. Did you listen he? to that? I gave it a listen through. Yeah. Not like him. I don't dislike it. It just I. I need to give it another listen, really. I've, I've only given it one, to be fair, and it, that sometimes okay. it takes me longer. But I think you need like to invest. I think you need to invest. I like I, I like um, the ones I can remember. <laughs> but to be fair, I, I was like listening and doing work at the same time, so I wasn't giving it my full attention. Okay, that's, that is fair enough. I won't um, dismiss it, put it that way. <laughs> we were talking about um, Machine Gun Kelly towards, like, on episode one... Um, me and German, our guest James, did like a top five records of 2020, and um, that record definitely came up. There was some good stuff in 2020, actually. There was some Didn't amazing he, uh... stuff. Is that the one that Travis Barker was on? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the link. I think Halsey as well. There ah. Yeah, there's some real big guests on that. We like her, she's good. She hasn't been mentioned yeah, yet by anyone, actually. Sorry, she hasn't read, re- no one's really mentioned her yet actually um, oh well uh, i'm happy to yeah. take that role <laughs> <I love Halsey. laughs> she is good she's really good right um, so joe moving on slightly um yeah and i love the fact that we've got a bit of a pop punk vibe going here and um i know that this next question is going to bring up some more awesome pop punk um if it goes the way i want it to um <laughs> <laughs> we've been sat at home for a few months now um and everyone's thinking what record would they love to be part of the recording process of um is there something that you can think of yeah absolutely i was greedy with this one because i chose two i hope you don't mind right. <laughs> definitely the more not. the merrier so the more the merrier first and foremost i chose a lesson in romantics by mayday parade okay because what? i was I gonna think... say why why that album Oh, it's just an excellent pop punk album for one. Just no filler, and I also feel like <laughs> I also feel like that it matches up quite well to the sort of stuff that I play personally. Yeah. And the other one I chose was Suburbia by the Wonder Years, because they're just such a massive because. lyrical influence that I couldn't not save it. <laughs> no. So before we move on to the Wonder Years, because that's the record that I'm like. I'm pumped for. That's going to be the whole rest of the podcast. That's it. We could we could do a podcast on the Wonder Years. I could um, talk for hours about the Wonder Years. But Mayday Parade, like I'll be honest, they're not a band that I'm super into, and I love pop punk and I love all that scene. And they were releasing records that that A Lesson in Romantics came out. It was quite early in like 2007, so it's quite an old record now. Um, what was it about that album that you would have liked to have been part of? It's just like, it's, it's probably their best one, just to touch on what you said about not being that into them. They've been a bit touch and go since. Um, but it's just like, it's one of those debut records that you know they spent a long time working on because it was just so, like front to back quality. Um, you know, you get like later on, sometimes follow-up albums aren't so good because you can tell they're kind of trying to hit a deadline. Whereas mm. like... I don't know, just every single track hits for me. Okay. Is there, any footage, 
Is there any like, you know how obviously bands kind of film everything that they do um, most of the time. Is there any footage of them in the studio? Oh, for, for this album. album? I don't yeah. know actually, I've never thought to look. I think they did a like track by track commentary for the anniversary of it. Ah, okay. But I also know that one of the singers left after this album, so they might just not put stuff out like that sure. for whatever Fair reason enough. to do with whatever happened there. Yeah. Um, but possibly, yeah, I've never actually thought to look. That's a really good question. Mm. I have to give it a blast. It could be really boring. <laughs> yeah. <it might> be. <laughs> just like, just, just. Sometimes uh, it is. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Like, what's your, how do you, obviously you guys have, you mentioned your um, EP currently. But and that, that you're planning on to carry on with the recording process or doing the next EP, sorry. W- how do you feel about recording? You know how some bands prefer being out live, but some bands also love doing recording. Where are you at? Are you, where do you land on live versus the studio? I, I do really enjoy recording, um, but I, I quite enjoy recording on my own, which I know isn't as good, but <laughs> I have a lot of fun recording on my own and that's what matters. <laughs> that is. It is. And I've been doing a lot of it recently, so. Because you got because you're at uni as well, aren't you? At the moment. Yeah, I finished like couple couple weeks ago now. What did did you do music for uni then? Yes, yeah, I did um, creative music practice, which nice. is basically is basically like project management, but apply it to your hobbies essentially ah, I see <laughs> that's why your social media game as a band is so good oh thank you it is uh, it's very impressive I did do media undergrad as well so I had a bit of an edge on that <laughs> <laughs> it shows babe it shows oh thank you Joe appreciate that <laughs> try to keep so, it interesting exactly yeah no it's, it's as I say I, uh, I stand by the the fact that it is great it is uh, it's a good you, you you're putting us all to shame is what, is what i'm saying <laughs> gotta put something out there though haven't we yeah, can't really it, get well, together exactly. to do anything so we've got to try especially it. at the moment exactly. exactly yeah um so yeah mayday parade um but let's go on to the wonder years kids suburbia i've given you <laughs> all and now i'm nothing oh. is the record from 2011 it's so i've got to be honest as a a massive Green Day blink, some 41 fan growing up. Um, they were my go-to like pop punk bands, but the Wonder Years managed to creep in into like, this album is going to be in my top five pop punk, pop punk albums of all time. Hell yeah. Um, I, have, I agree with you on that, I think. And I just think it's more, it's a bit more serious songwriting. Yeah. Um, and just the hooks and the the sound is ridiculous. The guitar is ridiculous. Like yeah, they have three what, guitarists. Three guitarists, and there's just riffs and hooks all over it. Um, oh, so good. It's just amazing, and it hits you from like the first punch when "Come Out Swinging" rocks in, and you're like, "Whoa, where's this come from?" And I can't even remember the first time I heard one of these songs, and I don't know what song it was I heard first from the record, but. I'm just, I'm, I've got it on vinyl. I'm still blown away by it. What is it for you that you're like obsessed with? Well, some of what you've said already, um, like the guitar harmonies. I think it's Local Man Ruins Everything where they've just got this really nice three-part guitar harmony that yeah. is just insane. Um, but for me, it's the, vo- uh, the, the lyrics. 
Um, I just think he's just such a good lyricist and he's so good at instilling the emotion of what he's singing as well. And it's just, it's just something that I really want to be able to kind of emulate in my own music. But and it's quite it's a it's quite a mature they're quite a mature sounding band whereas like there's not really any sort of goofy side like blink or all time low or they're kind of it's it it feels like they're almost like a hardcore band playing pop punk yeah yeah as opposed I think... to like pop punk bands playing hardcore music <laughs> um, no yeah like exactly. four, four years strong and that sort of but those sorts of bands this feels like the other way for me like they're mature they're you know they're not trying to like show off they're just really fucking good yeah it feels like they're later in their career than they are at that point I think. yes yeah definitely I, they put out like i think they've like disregarded it but they did put out kind of a goofy sort of first album and then they're yeah. like no no that's not us and then they brought out their actual first album upsides and then this one and yeah i completely agree it's just it kind of elevates pop punk from the sort of expectations of it being a little bit not so serious or not a not a genre that is taken as seriously as maybe some others and I think part of that is obviously the music and then part of that is his lyricism of just it's like he's just ripping pages out of his journal and putting it to music which I think is really great it's like they're they're stories aren't they they're like um I think the lyric is like sleep sleeping on his like on the floor in his parents' house in the basement and they've been on tour and all the songs seem, especially on that record, they're like very reflective on like where they've come from and um, just, you know, and and he's kind of like a a songwriter where he just observes everything and then writes about it. Yeah, well, I think he's a poet as well. So I think it comes from that. Um, And I know that album was inspired by an Allen Ginsberg poem as well so I think the, right. I thought it was really clever of them to kind of turn the, the poem is about suburbia suburban America and he kind of turned that into reflecting their own personal experiences and still hitting on all those themes which I thought was super interesting because it's a concept yeah. album but it's not like a concept album yeah yeah definitely it's it's not it it does follow the same pattern all the, all the songs but it doesn't they're all individual songs, so it's really kind of strange how it's all put together, but it really does make sense. Yeah, it's so cool how they managed to kind of run that thread through. And the the kind of three separate songs that all sort of tie the theme together that are part different parts of the yeah. album title. I thought that was really interesting. Great band. Joe, have you got much experience with the Wonder Years? Joe Green? I, I do not. Uh, only what um, you say. And the few songs I've heard you play. Um, so yeah, that's why I'm just kind of, I'm intently listening and learning. But yeah, you guys are selling it. All day, yeah. <laughs> I think you guys are selling you, it. If you like, if you love sort of, they're like a good mix between like the, the heavy sort of like hardcore, like four years strong pop, pop hardcore, yeah. like newfound glory and that sort of stuff. And then they've also, but they're like, the songs just sound ridiculous, like like good Blink songs, good Green Day songs mixed with more mature themes. Really, really great yeah. band. They're so well, sick as live from... as well. And they're very what good live, you are correct, yeah. <laughs> what you've said Amazing. about them, I'm like, I'm the the kind of the, the the way the album comes together and stuff sounds sounds interesting. It sounds like it'd be worth a listen. So, so yeah. yeah. I think 
definitely that album, Joe. I'm intrigued. Colour me intrigued. Yeah, that's the great gateway album, actually. Gateway. Okay, love that word. Oh, oh. It's a good oh. word, isn't it? <laughs> nice. The links, the links are just flying fast and quick in the Thunderdome today. Good Lord. <laughs> Buzzwords, themes. <laughs> exactly. So, is there a band or artist that people would not assume you love? Uh, this is a tough one because I'm actually quite, well, for people who actually know me, I'm known for kind of liking a bit of everything and not really dismissing anything unless, you know, someone's an asshole. <laughs> but I think the one that's probably most surprising if you don't really know me is that I love Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. And that's nice. exactly the reaction I was expecting, Joe. I'll However, be honest, <laughs> I, that doesn't surprise me though. Well, I, I, don't, I wouldn't think you would be surprised by anything. No, I, that, I like, to be fair. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, she writes good songs. Yeah. Joe well, writes I think, good songs, you know. I think Joe the problem is a lot of too, people so. are only kind of aware of Call Me Maybe and they don't know like Emotion, which is like a synth pop inspired, 80s inspired sort of pop masterpiece. Dare I say? Her, her <laughs> reputation and her stock is kind of rising. Like yeah. from the vibe I get with Kylie Rae Jepsen is like more, she's really, really well respected in like mm -hmm. what she's doing. Yes, it's kind of weird because like obviously she's really really famous but me me and my friend both really like her. We always kind of consider her sort of underground even though obviously she's not but in she's her drama she Tom kind Hanks. of is. I mean come on. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you get Tom Hanks in the music video. And in like on like your earliest one as well like you're clearly. That was a fucking great song too. The you're destined in that song. for greatness. It's like. <laughs> Exactly, and and then a sax turns up. I mean, double like that's like that's like quadruple ticks right Ugh. there. Double tick for Tom Hanks, and then a double tick. Anything with a sax solo in it is, <laughs> is a is a triple win for me. So I think she was a bit ahead of the trend as well, because like Dua Lipa and stuff are doing the whole eighties inspired stuff now, which is great. But she bought oh. her eighties inspired album twenty fifteen. There you go. That's all I'm go. saying. Just, <laughs> Uh, Damo is a, like a massive Dua Lipa fan, so you're kind of like kicking sand in his face at this point. No, no, but that's oh, I like amazing. I, I really love, I really love that. I'm joking. Piece now, I'm joking. all I want to do is go back and listen to. It's called Emotion, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've heard of it. I've never, I've never listened to it. And like I said, I'm, I'm aware of a few. I'm aware of Carly Rae Jepsen and some of her songs, and but like I said, I, I know from like reading like twitter and things like that and people's influences her her name is like it's it's just big and like people seem to like her and yeah she's, she's got not, a really dedicated not, fan base yeah she's not tainted as like one of these pop stars that have just bought a single out and just that disappeared yeah exactly yeah i think that's part of what i yeah i really like that kind of if you find a fan of carly ray jepson they're a proper fan and not like Oh, I know that one song. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be That's listening to that record. Yes, I, I'll <laughs> wait for you to listen to it, and then you tell me if it's any good, and then I'll check it out. At the very least, open listen to that opening track, "Run Away with Me," because that saxophone is just okay. No, I will. You've got you've you've sold that to me for sure. It it's might just open, as you say, it might open up and be like, "Oh, is there any more saxophone or whatever? What's next?" <laughs> more sax. You know, there's um, albums that, like, from the first track, it's like, it makes you, you know, you're like, this was amazing. What are they going to do next? It surprises Maybe you from the very opening, and you're just like, oh, 
Well, I need to hear what the rest of it's going to be. <laughs> exactly. I like those. So, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I too shall give it a go. Yeah, do it. Um, Joe, before we move on, um, we've talked about like Avril Lavigne and Kylie Jepsen. Who, who are your like musical influences as a singer? That's a great question. Um, <clears throat> I'd say um, Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy was a big one. Nice. Because he was kind of like still quite comfortably in my vocal range even though it was a boy singing. <laughs> so when I was learning, that was a really good one to um, sing along to. Um, yeah, I have loads, but yeah, I'd say he he's a big one for sure. Cause I, like my vocal range isn't really similar to like, obviously I love Hayley Williams, but I cannot sing like her, um, but one or two songs. So I, yeah, Patrick Stump is probably the biggest one for me. Amazing. And that brings us really nicely on to a couple of quick fire questions and question one um is a record you'd save in a fire infinity on high by fallout boy there we are mr patrick stump again <laughs> um is this a physical copy you own or just because you'd be sat there and that's all you want to listen to um i have it on cd i would love to have it on vinyl but i actually have their the next album on vinyl um but yeah both i would physically save it and yeah, it's just like, it's another one of those sort of go-to albums where like, if you don't really know what you want to listen to, you know you're safe to go to that and just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I love Fall Out Boy. <laughs> um, they're amazing. Um, Infinity on High, it's, it got, it's got Jay-Z on it. Yeah. Like, what yeah. is that about? <laughs> um, also, this is probably the record that propelled them from like, kind of similar like sounding band to the wonder years um and then they were just like thrown up into like the absolute biggest mainstream pop punk band of that time weren't they yeah absolutely it was definitely their big breakout record um yeah from under the cork tree had obviously sugar were going down which was the Amazing. single and everyone's like who are this band and then in feeling a high come along and yeah we're now the biggest band in the world. <laughs> Again, I liked that they just kind of bucked tradition and they were like, yeah, we're going to make a pop punk album with hip hop producers and it's going to yeah. be great. <laughs> and it was, it was great. Um, what was the last gig you went to before March last year? <laughs> I, I was lucky, actually. I got to see two of my favourite bands. I saw The Main with Stand Atlantic as their guests. So I'm pretty happy with my last proper gig. And where was that? Uh, it was in Birmingham, the O2 Academy? No, Institute, one of them. Institute. The Institute. Good venue. The <laughs> theatre kind of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the, I've been there so many times. Yeah, yeah, it's a great venue. Um, I used to live there, any, so it was. Have you got any gigs booked for like next year? Like, or well, this, this year? That we can have gigs this year. Have you got tickets <laughs> for bands you want to see? Yes, I've got. The one um stand atlantic again and i did have um one to aaron west in the roaring 20s which is the lead singer of the wonder years side project but i think it got cancelled like yesterday so i'm a little oh, bit no. bummed about that but <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind too much um he'll, but he'll probably do it again at some point if he can but yeah stand atlantic is my next one but i don't know when they haven't officially rescheduled it yet um there's a lot there's a lot coming up isn't there with like rescheduled gigs i think between like october yeah. and october this year and february next year i've got like 
100 shows to see so it's all up um, in the air i was gonna go to slam dunk as well but the one deers and stand atlantic both aren't there anymore and they were big big sellers for me yeah there's slam dunk is one of those they they've done a great job because they've moved the festival to towards the later part of the year but obviously with american um touring schedules some of the bands have obviously dropped out which is yeah a bit frustrating um finally a, an album that reminds you of being in the car as a kid slash child but not baby goats <laughs> <laughs> i used to baby goats <laughs> i used to listen to all sorts in the car but i think the one that was sort of not just me sitting there with my little walkman was songs about jane by maroon five aka their best album it is the best album. <laughs> you are you are a hundred percent correct there. Hundred percent. I consider still it, going like, strong. I consider them a completely different band to they like are. I barely consider them a band anymore, to be fair. It's it's yeah, the Adam Levine show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you gone off them totally, or is it like you still oh. listen to their stuff and you're not but you're not as bothered? Yeah, I won't listen to an album anymore. I'll listen to like a few of their things. I'm not like, no, I won't listen, but I just know nothing's going to match songs about Jane ever. But that, that <laughs> record came out in like 2002, like Avril Lavigne, yeah. Let Go. It was, it feels like that was like a big year for like breakout bands and music. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those, those two were probably like two of my favorite albums from that year as well. And big on genre kind of crossing as well, because obviously Avril Lavigne coming from, she was signed to um, like, well, L.A. Reid found her, who's like a massive like pop um, producer and exec, but obviously catapulted her into that kind of alt emo scene. And then obviously Maroon 5 were like a pop band, but they had like rocky guitar stuff going on so like yeah and a little bit you know jazzy I mean? like, as well yeah parts. I was gonna say and a bit jazzy as well with like um you know this levens because this levens on that song on that album wasn't it Which yeah, all the good, all Sunday the good morning. yeah exactly she yeah, will be loved so, yeah <laughs> exactly great tune. great great Absolute tunes. bangers, Absolute bangers say, all of them quite an adult album to be playing in front of you in front of your child in the car oh my like my older sisters listened to Eminem in the car I was completely like I like There's no age lib- limit for me. <laughs> very liberal, very liberal rents. Yeah. Good work, Oliver's. Good work. I like it. <laughs> They're still going strong and in, into like 2015 when V come out and that's got like huge like pop songs on it. Um, so that they're still they're still massive. I think Adam was played like the Super Bowl as well. Yeah, um, it was awful. It was absolutely <laughs> abysmal. I did not watch it. I heard it so was, many bad things. I was like, I'm oh, just it not going to. So shocking. So I'm shocking. Was it a Maroon my memory Five of show? Was he <laughs> I can't remember. It was no. It was a Maroon Five show. They were supposed mm-hmm. to have them, but as you said, it was, it was a Maroon Five show on the. We super, watched it together. We did. Um, it was the Adam Levine show, as Joe rightfully pointed out. Which is out. Maroon Five now, anyway. So what well, exactly? I was going to say, like, if you if you remember the lineup from songs about like songs about Jane, I bet it's not the same anymore. I would I would put a, a a nice cheeky fiver on like there's definitely someone that's not in it that was in it, but you wouldn't know because <laughs> might be right. there's so much focus on Adam Levine. So I only ever remember that one of the one of the members' last name is Valentine. That's the only other member I ever remember, sadly. But 
I bet he's still in it because you can't replace that. I mean, that's, <laughs> no, that's a great name, isn't it? <laughs> there'd be, there'd it be might be Jay Valentine. I'm not sure. I can't remember his first name. Two strong names there. Two strong names. <laughs> he's on Twitter. Strong names. You could um, go solo with that name. Yeah, you could. Making a jazz album, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> um, Joe from Down or Out. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, yes, thank you. It's been wonderful to talk pop punk again because we started off by doing like people that love their rock music and a bit of pop, pop punk and metal, and then we've me and Joe have found some brilliant guests that we spoke to that love different sorts of music, and we've it feels like we've come a bit full circle with this one. So it's really great to chat about Carly Rae Jepsen and Avril Lavigne, massive pop stars as well. Um, so thank you for coming on. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Um, how we like to end the show um and i don't think this segment will ever change because it's my favorite um mm-hmm. it's we just want to know what you listen to at the moment and we'll give you a few minutes to think about that because joe green is listening to something totally different every week and i want to know what that is first um i got two listens this week of course you have of course i'm back to the doubles uh, like I'm it. actually listening to this is a bit weird to say because he's actually like a real good long term mate. Um, <laughs> like we've known each other for years. I'm actually they listening to Grey Wolf. I'm listening to the Grey Wolf catalogue at the moment. So big up Harry. The Black, yeah, the Black EP. Um, and then, you know, all the other stuff, like his first stuff, but mainly the Batman as well. Um, and his LP as well, which is amazing. Uh, so him, listen to Grey Wolf. And I'm, I've gone back, I'm throwing back to some old school, like like metal, I suppose it would be called of the time, but it's not metal by any by today's standards. But the Godfathers of Metal, Black Sabbath, um, Paranoid and Black and Black Sabbath, those two albums. About there again, like it. Yeah. I, I, you know when you're just like, maybe like you hear a riff and it reminds you, you of... You can't smash the classics. No, exactly. Those two albums are absolutely... Well, I mean, they've got more than those two albums, but those two albums for me are absolutely fucking incredible. Uh, and yeah. they remind me of, of fun times. So yeah, Sabbath and Grey Wolf are the listens of the moment. I like it. I like it. Um, I've got one and then I've got a bit of a weird one. It's, okay. I'm, lis- I'm listening to the new um, Tom Grennan album. Um, oh yeah. EP slash album. Um well, the album's called Evering Road. Um, he's a big pop star, writes his music. He's got a band. Um, I've seen him live. He's a big showman. Um, he's got a massive, massive single out a few years ago um, called Found What I've Been Looking For. And so I've been listening to his new record. It's really good vibes. Um, big sort of pre-summer record. Um but the other thing I need to mention is we're recording on a Thursday, which is the day before records come out. And I am so excited for tomorrow because new album from The Offspring, Holding Absence and While She Sleeps all come out tomorrow. And I've got two out of three of those pre-ordered on vinyl. Um, nice. So tomorrow when I finish work is a big is a big music just sit down and listen to some new records um, get lost in them tunes get lost in them tunes and we'll chat about um some of those bands on a future episode i really hope because <laughs> yeah. hold an absence are fucking amazing yeah um, their singles at the moment are absolutely not, killing it 
Yeah, if you're not a fan of Holden Absence, please check out their new record, um, which comes out tomorrow. Or making when some you're very cool listening videos to the, as well. Yeah, and when you're listening to the podcast, the album will already be out. Um, the album's called. Um, oh, what's it called? I don't know. I bloody pre-ordered it. Um, <laughs> there's a rec- Yeah, it's coming out tomorrow, and I can't wait. <laughs> I <laughs> I actually like was listening to all the singles earlier. Um, the greatest mistake of my life. There we go. There we go. That's coming out tomorrow. My vinyl's going to arrive, hopefully, um, in the morning. Um, finally, Joe from Down and Out. It's been so great to talk to you. Thank you again. Um, what are you listening to at the moment? I'm going to go for a twofer as well. So yeah. um, one is a, a band that I discovered, not recently, but semi-recently, um, called Meet Me at the Altar. And they're yeah. basically, they're, if you love pop punk, you'll love them. Basically, they're female fronted. They're all female band, and they're just sick. Um, they recently signed Fuel by Ramen. Yes, they did. Yes. Oh, that's um, Pete <laughs> Wentz's record label, isn't it? It is. I'm apart from them. Apart from Paramal, and now them. I'm like, who else is even on that label? Like, Fallout Boy okay, just go. Label. And <laughs> Fallout Boy, right? Yeah, that was gonna say. And then the when almost. You said it was, when you said yeah, it was Wentz's label. Yeah, well, there's, I, th- there's... For, I thought they were like so exclusive that like Paramore were the only one. Obviously, I'm not up on my pop punk. <laughs> oh my God, and I feel so embarrassed. Um, <laughs> how, yeah, they're a good band. We, we, well, uh, Gym Class Heroes. I, yeah, I, Gym Class Heroes a... run feel better. I forget about that. Oh, yeah, yeah they everyone, everyone, everyone forgets again. about them. <laughs> so they have one good song. That's why. Which wasn't even <laughs> no, one no, not one good song. Plenty of good songs. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Anyway, and Katy Perry was in that video, so, you know. Yeah. There you go. Second one is, um, it's an obvious one for me, it's Taylor Swift. I, yes. I've i listened to her for since I was probably, like, 15. I plan on listening to her for as long as she brings stuff out. Yeah. She's doing great shit, always. Ditto. So Sorry to swear, if I haven't already. You're allowed to swear. <laughs> Good. We encourage it, in fact. <laughs> yeah, Fucking we've not great. done it enough this episode. There it um, is. Yeah, get it, girl. Yeah, I, think, I, um, I enjoy everything she does. So another one, one that yeah. you can kind of safely go to. You can go to that, and we've talked to people before. Um, Taylor Swift again. We've um, <laughs> we spoke about Taylor Swift on the uh, podcast we recorded with um, our friend, which we did outside, which was our first face to face one. Um, and Taylor Swift come up. Taylor Swift's come up before. She'll come up. She's again. She's always um, cop- popping up. I'm. <laughs> To the point where I'm like, you know, when you keep hearing a name enough or opinions about someone enough, you're like, oh, maybe I should, I should go back and try again because I am not a Taylor Swift fan. You're not. No, and I'm. Um, I'm I feel like we've got like a whole. Once again, I can give you some recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore the singles. She's really bad at putting out good leading singles for her albums. Well, <laughs> I yeah, I don't think this, that might be I don't what think it she is. Should release singles. Yeah, um, but big, I, big I shout out to that. Chris Morgan. Big shout out to Chris Morgan from Stay Voiceless, who um, bought up Red um, oh, on a yes. podcast, which we talked about. <laughs> Have you in heard depth. the Dan Campbell cover of All Too Well? It's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's amazing. So and um, she's just released um, Fearless again. Yeah. We sp- we've spoken about it before. We don't need to go into the details. She's re releasing <laughs> all of this stuff. It's all good. There it is. There it there is. Um, Taylor Swift, not to Taylor be completely Swift. hated. We get it. Yeah. Fine. Um, 
no joe green thank you so much for coming along again um I can't wait to see your face. It hopefully won't be too long. Um, Joe Oliver <laughs> from Down Not Out, thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk to us. Um, I'm sure when the band are gigging again, um, maybe with Deaf as a Girl, and uh, we get to see both yeah. the bands again <laughs> in the flesh. That'd be great. We're package deal now. Yeah, it is. Exactly. A twofer. <laughs> it's a twofer, isn't it? You're so, do lucky. Worse. Yeah. You're so lucky if you got us on the lineup. It's very true. And we're like not even that expensive, just two grand a piece, you know, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I wish. I hear right. Two like two thousand pennies. I'm sad about her <laughs> Um guys, this is a whole been other podcast. Another another podcast. This has been an episode of the Gatefold Gateway. I really hope you enjoyed it. Um Joe Green, Joe from Down or Out. Thank you so much. If you're following us on Instagram, then you can see pictures of our guests and what they're doing. If you're following us on our Spotify playlist, then you can hear about all the tracks that we've just talked about. Um, they'll all be on there. Um, check it out on Spotify called Gateful Gateway, the songs. Um, like I say, every episode, chuck it on shuffle. and It's an absolute treat. Um Everybody, thank you so much. Stay safe. We'll see you outside at the Two Pigs hopefully real soon. And just take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>